Hello Church, you doing good tonight? Oh my, Ooh, wow, <laughs> wow, it's always good to be back home. Uh, last weekend I was in Austria with a worship tour, it's amazing because I think six years ago we had only one church in Austria in Vorarlberg and then I, I felt like from God we should go do a worship tour in Austria and we were, have been in, in Vienna, in Klagenfurt, in Graz, in Salzburg, in, in, in Linz. And when I came home a year later, nothing happened actually. And I just prayed that one day we'll have more than one church. And this year, almost six years later, we have a church now in ICF in Vienna, a church in Salzburg, a church in Linz, and now we're planning a church in Innsbruck. That means God is doing awesome stuff in Austria. Let's give God for that a big hand, come on. This is super exciting. God is moving. People getting saved is really amazing. God is really appointing some leaders to, to, to take over those churches, and I'm really super excited. The Bible says when two or three people are gathered, He is here right now. And I really believe that when we gather and that Jesus is here, that means He sees, He hears, and He can sense what's going on in our personal journey. We started some weeks ago the, the preaching about the Lord's tabernacle, and my title is The Secret of the Supernatural. Come on, what a cool title. And I believe we can encounter God in heaven. If you have a smartphone, please take out your smartphone because I want to ask you some three questions. Uh, and it's always a good thing. Here's the QR code. Uh, step back a little bit. Otherwise, you're filming my belly. But take just the QR code. And if you don't have a, a smartphone, no problem. Uh, I want to ask you three questions. Question number one. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, rather yes, rather no, or no. So, shoot it. I'm um, looking forward. 100% yes. Wow, rather yes. Zero, no zero, rather no, no zero. Oh, rather yes, yes. Wow, amazing. Wow. The last two questions, zero. Oh, la, la. Oh, la, la. Oh, good. International Church, you are ready. The question number two, have you ever experienced a miracle? Yes, rather yes, rather no, no. So, oh, what's this? Uh, okay, different question. Oh, mistake here. Ah, uh, you experience God through worship, of course, uh, spending time with Him in prayer, through deeds, through finances, through evangelism, doing social service or serving in, at the church. So, wow, finances, 7% in the morning was only 1%. And that was Danish. She clicked it just, wow, 26 to worship, 28 in prayer. That's amazing. Wow. Serving the church, 15%. Evangelism, zero. Okay, good. Question number three. It's no right or wrong. It's just how it is. Why do you think we often experience so little supernatural because too little faith, because we don't need it, because we don't claim it, or I don't know. I don't know. So, wow. Different question again. <laughs> Marianne. <laughs> oh my God, it's not Marianne, it's my mistake. Good. Almost none, health, most all. Wow. 45%. 
A guy said, I don't, I don't get it why people are writing down uh, zero because I have a lot of dream, dreams and longings and I always, always ask God to say yes to my dreams. Have a few. Wow, amazing. Okay, let's start with the altar of incense. This is a very important thing in the tabernacle, actually. It's out of gold. And there's a lot of details in it. I want to start with a Bible verse, actually, in Exodus chapter 30, verse 7 to 8. Aaron must burn fragrance incense of the altar every morning when he tends the lamps. He must burn incense again when he lights the lamp at twilight, so incense will burn regularly before the Lord for all generation to come. That means it's not something you're doing only once. It's actually a pattern. It's actually a message in the message. For those people that have no clue about the tabernacle, here is the tabernacle, and I want to show you where is the incense altar, actually. You see, here's the altar, here's the water basin, and here's the place of holy. And when I uncovered it, that one you can see here, here is the incense altar, actually. And every morning the priest, he took some wood from here, and he put some blood on the wood and he carries the wood and the blood into the incense altar and it's already a message you cannot stand in the presence of God Almighty and you are not forgiven it was a message already the blood of Christ has forgiven us we redeemed we cleaned and we can enter the place of holy with our God in heaven actually three things happens when a priest enters actually the place of holy. The point number one, you praise God for what he has done. You start to praise God for what he has done. Why? Psalm 103 verse 2 and 5. Praise the Lord my soul and forgot not all these benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with the good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Here's the thing, why I'm praising God. You have to understand, when I'm lifting my hands and when I look up to my God in heaven, what happens actually, I look back Away from my worries and problems, I look up to the one I believe the help comes from. And I believe worship, we giving weight to something is bigger than my circumstances. Of course, you can also listen to Coldplay. Is anyone here, you love cold, cold, the band Coldplay? Hands up, all over, hands, 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 hands. You can listen to Coldplay. I don't say it's a bad thing, it's a good thing. You can be the biggest fan and you put a poster on the wall from the band Coldplay. But what happens if you're sick? The band Coldplay will not come to the hospital and pray for you. Forget it, you dreamer. That means the band Coldplay is not there when you need help. But my help comes from the Lord. It's God in heaven who sees, who hears, and he feels. When I start to praise God, I remember myself. My help and my healing and my forgiveness comes from the Lord in heaven. Let's give for that God the biggest shout of applause. Come on, church. And now there's a reason. I want to go back. There's a reason in the place of holy, actually. Because the place of holy is covered with four columns. The four columns, actually, the four colors, has an amazing meaning, actually. 
When a priest is in the place of holy and sees the four column, he starts to praise God because the column number one means the durable ladder. The durable ladder is actually a message Christ has devoted his life for you and me. The durable ladder means devotion. And to be quite honest, that cover looks really ugly. I mean, it's not beautiful. If you see, if everything in the tabernacle is beautiful, but not that column. It's not like, oh my gosh, it's ooh, uh, uh, ugly. Why is that so? This is a link to Isaiah chapter 53, verse 2 and 3, speaks about Jesus Christ. When he was hanging on the cross, the biggest devotion on planet earth, the biggest devotion if you give your life for other people. And the Bible says, he had no beauty or majesty. It's like the durable ladder to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that he should desire him. He was despised and rejected by the mankind. That means the first column is a message from the outside. Christ looks really ugly. Not like, oh my gosh, I want to follow him. People were shocked. People were confused. But the second column has the color, the ram skin, dry red, stands for sacrifice. For sacrifice. And now you have to understand, in the tabernacle, everything has a weight and a size. But only two elements, there is no weight and no size. The first is the water basin has no weight and no sign, sides. You know why? Because it's a symbol for the Holy Spirit. You cannot measure the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit moves wherever He wants to move. That means the Holy Spirit is bigger than a weight or a measure. And the second thing is actually that red column. That red column has no weight and no size. And for every Jewish people, it's a message. You cannot measure the sacrifice of Christ. You cannot measure the grace of Jesus. The grace of Jesus has no beginning and no end. It's never ending. It's never ending. It's never ending. The grace of God is never ending. Never ending. Never, never ending. Can I hear an amen? For some people right now, you stand up saying, Hallelujah, I need that. Please, because you have sinned so much, you need that red column. <laughs> Just kidding. Just saying, it has no end. It, 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 cannot be, it cannot be stoppable. It cannot be stopped. And the third column is the message, the goat hair covering. Why in the flipping world goat hair covering? It stands for a prophet. Because you have to understand, in the Old Testament, all the prophets, they had the mantle, and the mantle was of goat hair. And Jesus, God is actually saying in the Old Testament, Jesus it will be the real prophet connecting us with God in heaven. And now the fourth column is the Caribbean covering, means Jesus or God is the king. Now you have to understand, from the outside, it looks really super ugly, right? But in the inside, they can see the angel, the color red, and from the inside, when they look up, to the ceiling, every priest stands there in awe. David says, amazing. When I look up to God, the color, the angels, 
and the gold. The glory of God is here in this place. That means prayer and worship, we're creating an atmosphere where I stand in awe about the greatness and goodness of God. I want to give you a very, very simple illustration tonight. Because often in our lives, we see our problems, our challenges, our obstacles. And I want to give you a very simple illustration. Can I ask, um, you come on stage with a broom. And there is a very, very simple illustration about look, I look up to the Lord. Okay. This broom, I want to ask you, could you balance that broom with your hand? And often in our lives, we have our lives, we have some challenges and problems, and we try to balance the family, the wife, the kids, the church, everything. Check this out. You have to do it by yourself. You put this on your hand, and now you look, and you stay still, you look to your hand, and now try to balance. People think, oh my gosh, it's a fake. Okay, let's, let's do it again. I think you can do it better. Just check this. You, you're looking to your problems, your obstacles, your circumstances, your challenges. What happens? No flipping way, right? Now check this out. If I praise God, if I look up to the mountains where my help comes from, I change my perspective and now look up to the Lord and try to balance your life. Please don't ever forget it. That means that's why when the priest looked up to the ceiling, the call of the Caribbean, the angels gives the sight, my help comes from the Lord. The second thing actually is thanks God for what he has entrusted you. Thanks God for what he has entrusted you. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 and 18. Rejoice always. Can I hear a solid, strong, international amen? For all the Americans, rejoice. Come on, rejoice. For all the Swiss people, rejoice. I am happy more in the inside. Pray continually. Give thanks in all, in what? In all circumstances. For this is God's will. Now comes the pressure. For you in Christ Jesus. Here's the thing. You are not walking alone. Christ is in you and with you and he helps you actually. Why should I give God thanks and praise? Because praise and worship is a, is a place where I give weight. If I praise God with my money, with my time, with my talents, with everything that God has given to me, I give God weight. Worship is I give God weight. I don't give weight to the devil. I give weight to God in heaven. And every day the priest came and he put some incense here on this altar actually and he lighted up it starts to burn the incense what happens it creates in the whole entire place of holy an amazing atmosphere i want to go back here on the life tabernacle i want to ask you a question is there a door or a window there is no such thing as a window or a door. It's totally covered. And this is a message. When I praise God, there is no open window. 
it stays and it creates an atmosphere in the presence of God. But the devil hates it if I start to give God weight, actually. He hates it, you know. You have to understand the Bible says the devil is like a snake. The incense that the priest burns every day, it's the same incense when the people of God slept out in the desert and there were no such thing as a wall and a door just in the outside. The biggest enemy in the desert are the snakes. How do you protect yourself from the snakes out in the desert? They burned the same incense how they used for the incense altar and the incense created an atmosphere, a smell that the snakes, they snaked away. With other words, when you praise God, the devil has no chance to attack you. But he wants that you open a door and you give the devil a weight. That means the incense, praise and worship is a powerful tool that the devil runs away, flees away and he hates it. You have to understand that, you know. How can I give God weight and glory with my resources? I want to tell you a very honest story. I had really a Holy Spirit moment uh, last, this Friday. I want to tell you a story. I want to I start with the beginning story I told you already, I think, two weeks ago. Four weeks ago, I came to the church early in the morning uh, and I, I met a lady and she told me she will fly out to a place and immediately, 7.30 in the morning, I got the impression from the Holy Spirit I shall pay her air ticket. I was shocked, like, I said, God, it's 7.30 in the morning. And I know if God gives you a call, don't argue, don't fight, God wins always. I said, okay, yes, sir. And uh, I, I paid her the flat air ticket. And I know if you give, you want to receive. Five days later, I, I visited my mom. I came into the door and my mom said, hey, Leo, you get inheritance. Because my, my, my sister, she died and they have no kids and you get the inheritance. And I felt, oh my gosh, it's 10 times more than I gave to that lady for the air ticket. I said, praise the Lord, come on, God is good. That joy lasted only 30 seconds. Because next to me there was a young lady and I heard the Holy Spirit saying to me clearly, the inheritance you get, you give to that lady. And I said, okay, again, do you want to kill me? And I gave the inheritance to her and she said I'm happy and I said yes you're happy <laughs> and then for, for many weeks nothing happens and every September you have to understand there is a, a preacher family they're doing like a mission work in another nation and for the last four years my family we supported we paid the apartment for three months every year for them it's always September because always in Google, every, every September, Google gives me a reminder. Boom! The pastor family needs money. And you have to understand, around 10 years ago, we get inheritance from my wife. I had no clue when I fall in love with my wife that her parents had money. If I knew that before, I would marry her much earlier. But when, you, when you're falling in love, you don't think about money, right? You're just thinking about the calling, the mission. And we get 10 years ago inheritance, a big, big number. And God gave me three patterns to invest the money. First of all, we gave 15% from the inheritance back to the church. 
Because I said to God, I want to bless you. I believe in the kingdom of God. Second, we bought an, a house for, for us. And the third thing, we invested money into different companies. You know why we invested money into companies? I said to God 10 years ago, one day I want to be the biggest giver in ICF Zurich. I want to challenge all the business people say, here's the Pastor Leo. I challenge the challenger. And I said to God, I want to invest into a company, not because I'm getting richer, because if you're living in Switzerland, you're living already in heaven. I said to God, I want to, I want to earn as much money. I want to give all the money back to the church. You have to understand this. It's important for the background. And I went to the bank and I took three, um, the money for, for, the, for the apartment for that three months. And I knew on my bank account the amount was very, very little. And I said to God, if, you, if you're not doing a miracle, I will run out of money. But that's not my problem, it's your problem. This Friday, I was together with a team and I was on a, on a gas station. And I want to film my Harley Davidson. But my MasterCard said, no money anymore. And I thought my wife would say, honey, what's happened? She said, we don't have any money anymore. The credit card is stopped. And I, I, I had this moment like, God, what are you doing? I mean, I pay the air ticket. I give away the inheritance to that person. Paying to my friend three months the apartment. And now I need gasoline from my Harley. And there is no money anymore. That's not fair. And at that moment, I felt like the devil wants to sneak in saying, Ooh, la la. You gave too much. Giving doesn't work always. You gave God weight and worship. It's maybe too much. And I felt in that moment something happened in my soul, in my brain. I felt the devil wants to attack me because I was really a little bit disappointed. Three hours later, I was in the restaurant because now my friends had to pay everything because they had no money anymore. That's always choose friends wisely. They had money. And when we ate, I get a text message from my wife. Because when you sell a house in Switzerland and you're earning money with, with selling the house, you have to pay a specific amount of taxes. And it was a big number, more than 100,000 Swiss francs we have to give back to the government. And we wrote a letter if there is a possibility that we get the money back because we bought another apartment. We waited for four months and we are not sure if we get the money back. Three hours later, when I had no money anymore in my bank account, I found my wife sent me a text message. We get the money back from the government. It's more than 100,000 Swiss francs. And I was there and said, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Why am I telling this story? When I drove home, I felt, I have never felt so strong from the Holy Spirit. Go open your bank account and give 10% from that money right now to ICF. I said, God, it doesn't make sense. It's Friday evening, the bank is closed. Uh, that transaction will happen on Monday. I can wait until Monday and do the same thing. But I felt, do it now, do it now. My wife said, honey, the dinner is ready. I said, honey, I don't have time to eat. I, 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 have to, I have to do it now. I have to give right now 10% to ICF. Why am I telling you this story? I had no clue why 
I felt it so strongly here. I had no clue why. Saturday morning, I woke up. My smartphone blinked everything. WhatsApp, boom, boom. Uh, Telegram, boom, boom. Email, boom, boom. I thought, oh my gosh, what's happening? Has Donald Trump resigned? Or is there an oil crisis? Or has my mom died? I was like, oh my gosh. It was a boom, boom, eh, eh, boom, boom, eh, eh, boom. And I opened my first WhatsApp. And then everything makes sense why the Holy Spirit prompted me so strong in the largest Swiss newspaper, Blick, front page is Pastor Leo. It's me. And people said, they wrote an article about ICF, about money, that how rich you become, became to running ICF Zurich. And I said, devil, you are an asshole. <laughs> Listen to me. The devil attacks not only your weakness, also your strength. Values that you believe in. And this is an attack, one of my biggest values. I am generous. My salary in Isaac of Zurich is okay, but not pretty high, you know. And I'm one of the five top givers in ICF Zurich, by the way. Yeah, you can applaud right now. I'm under one of the five top givers in this church. Not because of my salary, because of the companies of everything. And I said to the devil, I will never stop preaching about giving Believing about giving, giving is, has nothing to do with the church, with ISAF, I becoming richer. I'm not becoming richer because of ISAF. ISAF becomes richer because of me. It's the opposite. The devil turns every story around. And I said to God, I will not stop preaching and teaching about giving because I believe giving my time, my money, my talents is a giving weight to the kingdom of God and I don't give weight to the devil. You understand that? Worship means you give weight to something. It's bigger than just your circumstances. Let's give God weight. Let's give God weight. Let's give God weight. In closing, trust God to answer your prayers. And it's the Bible verse in Psalm 141, verse 2. My prayers, is the word my prayers actually, be set before like the incense. May the lifting up the hands be like the evening sacrifice. The evening sacrifice is actually a message. The evening sacrifice means we trust that God is, is our supplier. He's our giver. He's my provider. We believe that not one prayer is getting lost. And here is a small detail in the incense altar. As you can see here, the top is surrounded like a crown like a crown. That means when they put the incense here on this place, no incense can fall down. It's like a protection. No incense will be falling down. And all the incense will fill out the atmosphere of the place of holy. And this is a place of prayer and worship. Why is there a crown? Why is there like a protection? that no piece of incense is falling down. 
often people think, why should I pray to God? He's doing anyhow what He wants to do. That's true. There are certain things that God will not change His mind. For example, in the book of Revelation, the Bible says, in the end, God has the last word. God will not change that. God will not change in the end, God wins. God will not change that in the end of our life. Every human being will bow down their knees and praise and adore God. That, that will never be changed. And the second thing God will never change, it's the forgiveness. Forgiveness of God has no end. No beginning. God is so generous like the red column. It's a never ending. Those things God will never change. God will never change. But the Bible says in, in, in the book of James, you don't have because you don't ask. That means for a lot of things, ask God. Pray to God. Worship Him. And prayer are incense. You put your prayers, your incense here on the incense altar. And you believe it. Not one piece is falling down, is surrounding all the atmosphere. Now listen to me. In the book of Revelation, chapter 5, verse 8, there's only one Bible verse in the book of Revelation, maybe three or four pages. And this is maybe right now for a lot of people, big revelation. And when he took the scroll, the four living beings and the twelve, four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp. And they hold gold bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Church, not one prayer you ever prayed in your life is getting lost. God has all stores, all prayers. That means when you I pray early in the morning, I know my prayers are not lost. It's like in a bowl of gold. Some other translation says, they put out that bowl on the altar and all the prayers from all generation, from all the people, from all time, were on the altar. That means not one prayer you ever have prayed in your life, not one prayer you will pray in the future is getting lost. It's not falling down. That means God hears, God sees, God recognizes. That means we're creating an atmosphere where we live that God is my provider. God is my best friend. He's always for me, not against me. He has the last word. Because often I, I feel in my life, God, I prayed to you 20 years ago. My, my brother, one of my brothers, he's not saved for more than 20 years. I'm praying almost every day. I have seen no results. But this is a message. Every time when I pray to my, for my brother, it's not, it's not fall down. It's still there. It's by the altar of God. This motivates me really to pray to God because He hears, He recognizes every small detail in your personal journey.